Welcome to the Connecting Greeks podcast. We're connecting the Greek community all over the world through media, technology, and love for our culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode ever of Connecting Greeks. I'm Angelo Tsaroukas uh, uh, in Los Angeles, along with your co-hosts, Adi Carlos and Fotios Stamos hello, uh, hello. in Boston and in Washington. And uh, guys, this is, I'm excited about this. I'm really excited about it, where it's a new show, connecting people, connecting us Greeks from all around the world. We want to hear what's going on. We want to discuss what's happening. We want to laugh, maybe cry a little bit, maybe <laughs> argue a little bit. Just think of Sunday dinner at your house with all your family coming together every week. And we're going to be the guys well, who do it. We're going to have guests. We're going to have fun. And I'm um, really looking forward to it, gentlemen. Yes. And, and Angela, as you mentioned, you know, we miss these Sunday gatherings since we can't do it anymore. So we might as well do it on this segment, right? Yeah, why not? Exactly. And you know what, Angelo, you know what, you're an old pro. You've been around the block. You've done a couple of rodeos before. So a couple. We, <laughs> Foti and I have been doing podcasting and video shows for a while now. We had a brainchild of like, you know what, who's like our favorite guy to talk to, to shoot the shit, to have fun. And, you know, we're Greek. So like, who, who has a good perspective on this? And understands us. And, and we, we came to a unanimous uh, decision of like, get Angela on the phone and, and get him on this show, please. Because he, he, we hung out. We've had a good time. You've done shows with us. You've done shows around the world. Like, you are the guy. You are the guy. So we are so happy to have you with us. We're so happy that you can do this with us. And it's unfortunate of the circumstances that we're under that keeps you, like, available to do this with us. But we're happy. <laughs> we're, we're happy that you are. And I'm sure, and I'm sure, Angel, you 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 touched upon so many Greek American. I'm sorry, Greeks around the world, right? World, right? And it seems that we're all experiencing the same feelings, no matter whether we're in Canada, the U.S., Australia, South Africa, right? I mean, there's something about us uh, living outside of our outside of the motherland. Well, the thing is, guys, is that we're all going through this together. And I think, it, and one thing I learned is a shared experience. Traveling as a comic of Greek descent, it doesn't matter what your uh, accent or where you're situated geographically. It doesn't make a difference. Greeks are Greeks. It doesn't change anywhere in the planet. And I think that's why. And I love when you. I very thank you, by the way, uh, to you and to uh, Adi for uh, thinking of me to do this with you guys. I'm honored to do it because I do love you guys, and we do have a lot of fun. When we're together, and it's it's the Greek thing. We pick up where we leave off. We may not talk for a couple of months, and then we just pick up from there. And I think that's the I think the idea is a lot of people want to share those experiences together. So when you guys told me about connecting Greeks, first I love the name because it's inviting. Like you know, it's like connecting Greeks. You're not excluding anybody. A lot to Olimazi. Let's all get together and let's discuss these things that we have to go through because. Some of it is funny, and I think a lot of people are feeling angst. Uh, they're feeling some sort of depression or anxiety. I, I'm feeling it too because I'm just 
our lives aren't what they used to be. And now it's like, okay, let's let's do something once a week where let people listen to us, let them talk about what we're doing, uh, let them come in with us too, let them share the experiences. So I think I'm really looking forward to that. Likewise. And and the other thing about you, Angelo, is we we used to do a very very popular website uh, for the Greek community. Yes, and we we met. Like everybody within the Greek community, every right. celebrity, uh, we're talking from American to Greece to everywhere. I honestly have to tell you, Angelo, you were one of the dudes. Well, I don't want to say dudes, but you were one of the people <laughs> that we met that was so like, like us, was so down to earth. Like, you're not one of those people that we have to like, kind of mm-hmm. like change and be like, all like proper with because you're a celebrity and this and that you were just a very down-to-earth guy you spoke like us we hung out we joked around we made fun of people we we just like kicked it and it was so much fun and that's that's one of the main reasons why we love you so because you are just like us no i think i appreciate that by the way and somebody said that to me they go you know they always think uh uh, well, you're a celebrity, right? I never, my wife, a lot of people, I never look at myself that way. I, I look at myself, guys, honestly, as a lucky guy who has a great job, you know? And, and I think with, especially Greeks, and, we, and you guys will understand what I'm saying. With Greeks, you can't look, you can't try to act like you're above them, but don't act like you're below them either. You know what I'm saying? You, you, yes. gotta, you, you, you gotta be in the middle of it. And I never, I know because it's like uh, you can't have that attitude. Not anymore. Maybe once upon a time you could be a diva. And, I'm, <laughs> and, I, and I'll call these Greek singers. And I've worked with a lot of them. And, man, they're complicated people. <laughs> but, but I'm thinking now, you know, hey, relax now. We're all trying to get a gig. So it's funny that, I, and I'll say this, I've met some Greek singers that are really, you could genuinely see they're down to earth. And, they're, and they work at the shows, they work for the people. But then there's others, man, that are like, wow, I've heard the stories, you know. No names mentioned, but it's like. <laughs> that, that's awesome, Angelo. And, and like we said, like, you're, you're true. You're, you're a true person. And, and I, I personally appreciate that about you because, I mean, way before I ever met you, I saw you uh, in Harold and Kumar. I saw you in SWAT. I saw you in, like, all these things, Mad Men. And, like, I noticed you because you're a presence. Like, you're a presence. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. You are a presence that leaves a mark. And then when we actually met you, I was like, this guy, is, he's, he's a really cool guy. He's a down-to-earth guy. He, he, he really, like, represents the, the, the Greek person. And, and it's awesome. And, and it, it, we thank you for that. And Thanks. So you're saying I'm like the Greek rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the Greek rock. <laughs> if you if you could get one percent of his worth, then I'm no shit forever. I mean, no <laughs> but that's the thing you you got to listen. It's life's too short to be a malaka, right? <laughs> and, and, and it really is. And we know enough of them. And I think it's you know I I did a gig once in Denver, and they picked me up at the airport, and I guess they. Somebody said that I was difficult or whatever it was. It was for the Greek community in Denver. So the guy comes to pick me up at the airport, and I'm walking by. I walk in. I go, hey, man, I do it. I'm Angelo. He goes, oh, hi, I'm doing. You know, let's say Gus because it's probably Gus. <laughs> sure. And we got in the car, Gus, and he goes, uh, uh, what do you want to do? I go, oh, you know what? Let's go to the hotel, check in. 
And then, uh, you want to get a bite and then a stogie? And the guy looked at me like, uh, don't you have dietary restrictions? I go, do I look like I have dietary restrictions? <laughs> what dietary restrictions? What are you talking about? And the guy goes, oh, uh, somebody said that you're, look at me. What? Uh, 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 I have dietary restrictions. Wait, don't Angela, mix- you, you don't have a rider that says uh, pick out all the green M&Ms out of the bowl and all that stuff? Nothing. Don't mix subs with pizza. Don't mix kinesica with italica. Like, I mean, it's just, it's funny. I, I think I think people have, uh, the best story, guys, was when I went to Arizona once to do a show. And this guy, Matt, picked me up. Nice guy, Matt. Uh, it's Matt. Uh, I can't remember his last name. So I pretended to be, that I, I pretended that I couldn't speak English. So he got in. He couldn't, you know, and I got in. And I go, uh, yeah, you're Matt? Yeah. Uh, yes, Matt. I'm Vangelis. Uh, He's looking at me, and he didn't know. And uh, and I know he couldn't. Uh, and he goes, "Look, Milau, legal, Alinika, the Milau." And actually, they be nice. I kept talking to him, talking to him, talking to him, talking to him, talking to him in Greek, right? And he, and his sister who booked me, uh, he 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 doesn't know now. He doesn't know that I can speak English, of course. So when he got there, we got outside. And I saw his sister go, Lenny, how you doing? How are you? And he's looking at me. And I started laughing. He goes, you speak English? I go, yeah. He goes, shit. Am I ever glad, man? Because you were supposed to do a show for us. And I thought, if this guy does the show entirely in Greek, we're screwed. <laughs> so I do things like that. that he, he still laughs about it. You must have fun with just feeling and sizing people up before things happen. Yeah. That's what life's about, right, Fuente? We need to – I think the right now, because we're talking. we said we we're going to talk about COVID. Let me ask you guys. It, I know it's hard to find the humor, but we need we need to find something bright now. Absolutely. Because everything's skata right now. We need to find something bright, anything, whatever it is now, because this is tough times for a lot of people right now. Sure. It's 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 tough times for people. It's uh it's it's uncertainty and people are, you know, just... I know I'm very scared of uncertainty. Um, th- there's just so much going on and, and we talk to a lot of people now virtually and we do like these webinars, we do these podcasts and it, everybody's like freaked out, but you know what? You are hundred percent right. Like you have to find that silver lining. You have to see like what is good about what, what's going on. And you know what? We could always find humor. Humor never leaves. You'll never lose humor. You just have to, you, you have to have a mindset like, you know what, this sucks. I hate this shit, <laughs> but at least like, you know, right. I could watch like this show or I could watch some show or I could do something that's going to make me laugh and make me feel better. And that's what we're doing here. And, and, and I hope, Bravo. you know, because people, well, no, you're right, Ari, you're right. And that's what I'm saying. I know it's difficult because remember this, the Greeks coined this phrase, comedy is tragedy plus time. We're going through tragedy right now. Eventually, we will come out of this. And ironically, here's the best statistic about it. And maybe we should bring Ellen. Uh, I don't know if she's joined the set or not. Yeah, gonna... she's in. She's in. She's, she's in. in. So let, let's let's introduce Ellen. And I want to ask you guys a question, which I, I think this is funny sure. about COVID. So before we bring on our next guest, let me introduce her. Uh, she is a wonderful uh, comedian, actor, and writer from New York City. I've had the pleasure of working with her many times everywhere, Canada and the U.S. Uh, she has her own podcast called Karis Corner. 
and she's hilarious. And uh, her name is Ellen Karras, and she's from New York. And let's bring her on so we can uh, talk to Eleni. Hi. From- Hi, Eleni. How are you, beautiful? How are you? I'm good. Welcome to welcome to connecting Greek. So we're connecting now. I know. And you're with. I'm so excited. Yeah, you're with Ari. There's Ari and there's Fortios who we're doing this together with. Okay. And when they asked me uh, who we should talk to, I said, you know what? This is our first episode doing this connecting Greek things on Zoom and stuff. I said we got to get Ellen on this one because you're in New York, I'm in LA, they're in Boston and in Washington, so we're all over the country. How you doing? I'm good. Well, I have to admit, I I didn't exactly know what this was, but anytime somebody sends me a Zoom link, I'm on. I mean, it's very brave of you to come on in bed and all comfortable. You don't know what. No, no, this is my stage now. Okay, this is my. This is the only thing exciting happening in bed these days. Is talking. To people I don't know. Um, but I get a Zoom link and I'm like, I'm in. I mean, it could be the Turkish <laughs> underground. I don't know, but I'm getting on because I need five minutes because I've got to work out. So, thanks. Thanks for inviting me. I'm not in New York. I, I, I was. Um, we're in South Carolina now. We're in Hilton. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, we usually do this family trip, you know, my sister, the kids, whatever. And uh, usually what happens is mid-trip, toward toward the latter half of the trip, everybody fights and we leave not speaking to each other. (laughs) But we, I guess maybe because of COVID, uh, you know, we decided, you know, life is short, okay? So we did all of our fighting before we came on the trip. So, because we're we talking to each other like a month, and now we're here, and we seem to be talking to each other now. So, you know that that's that's good. That's uh, you're a, you're a very typical Greek. Is that what you're saying? Is that what it is? I, oh, I, I believe so. I just no. I just thought that my family needs a lot of Xanax. Is really what I thought it was. But, yeah. Uh, oh, they're nuts. They're nuts, and they get pissed, and you don't even know why. I mean, you know. But anyway, it's okay. Keeps you on your toes. Uh, but anyway, so I'm in Hilton Head. Great. And uh, I, I got to say, New York's a mess. You know, I don't know if anybody's been there. If you haven't been, don't go. There's, there's nothing to see. Uh, when you when you do go to a restaurant, you eat in the bus lane. Just, you yeah. know, they're eating outside. Uh, yeah. So you get a bus lane. Oh, and uh, there's been a lot of crime. I, I, it's crazy, man. It's the 70s, you know. Yeah. A, lot of lo- a lot of looting. And uh, I was curious because I was wondering, like, like, let's say I looted, <laughs> hypothetically, okay? And I looted a pair of Reg and Bowden jeans, which are like my favorite. And I came home, and of course, they're probably going to be snug by the ass, right? Because typically. <laughs> Does anybody know what the return policy uh, for looting? Like, do I, I exchange them? Um, do I need a receipt? Will they be able to just look at the surveillance uh, video and see that it was me that I stole the jeans? Like, I was just wondering. You know what? 
you, you make sense because if enough people loot, then they should just have a looting line. And they're like, you know what? We'll just give you 10 bucks for whatever you looted. I mean, really, you know, and there's people, these, these vlakes, these malakes that are saying how, well, the stores have insurance, so it's fine. You know, it's just fine. Everything is just fine. It's great. No problem. Homeless. You're walking home homeless. Uh, the mayor uh, uh, um, quotes Karl Marx, which really makes you feel good, you know? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Great. Not to get political. I'm telling you the truth. Uh, so anyway, we're here in Hilton Head, and uh, I got on stage last. It was great. There's a comedy club here. Oh, great! Yeah, you know they're happy. now. Let me ask you, Ellen. Yeah. Let me ask you, Ellen. When you're on stage, did they have the plexiglass on stage <laughs> for separating from the audience? That's what they're doing in Canada. They're putting plexiglass in front of the comedians. Oh, that's for real. Yeah, yeah I swear. I swear. That's that's happening. But I gotta tell you, because it's South Carolina, they don't give a shit. Yeah. So it it was right. great. I mean, I walk in, nobody's like wearing masks. I mean, they're half capacity, but um, in a governor's, oh, Ange, where you and I have played on Long Island, yeah. they're doing it outside, and they've got plexiglass there as well. So that one, that one I know for sure. I gotta tell you, it's, the, it's so weird. So I live in a doorman building, and uh, and I know this is my, like a little foreign to you, but in New York, there's a lot of that. And the yeah. doormen become like part of your family. You know, they come in, blah, 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 blah. And, and one day I walked in and the doorman is behind the plexi, like at the racetrack, you know, with the circle and like the slide. <laughs> right. And it's a whole new relationship now. I'm like, hi, Omar, do I have any packages from Amazon? And can I place a bet in the fifth race on Sweet <laughs> TV? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a weird, you know, like everything yeah, is weird. So weird. It's strange. But anyway, it was great to be on stage. <laughs> no, well, that's great. Now, Al, let me ask you, you know, right now, I, I agree with you. Uh, New York and L.A. are a shit show right now. The same thing's happening here as it's going on in uh, New York. And with all the COVID, I was telling Fortinati, isn't it ironic that one of the leaders in the world that was way ahead of the game when it came to COVID was Greece? Yeah. Do you know they're the third most obedient country in the world. They, they almost, I think next to Israel and some other country, the Greeks were world leaders and getting ahead of the COVID crisis. My question to all of you, is it because they saw what happened in Italy? Because by nature, and Ellen said it earlier, we don't like being told what to do as Greeks, and we don't listen to people very well. And the history, we haven't. For wow. some reason, what, what made us, what made the Greeks... Um, get ahead of this COVID nineteen. Like I'm very proud of them, by the way, that they were able to do that. But, but what do you guys think is the reason for that? I, you know, you said about, mentioned about Italy. I mean, the same thing in Greece. You know, they have a, a elderly population. Uh, you know, good good news for us is <laughs> good genetics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would imagine that a, a little bit of it had to do with the fact that they wanted to protect their elderly. And quite frankly, they don't have the healthcare system. That if everybody did get sick, you know what what would happen. So the fact that they took those measures uh, was, first of all, very commendable. And um, and probably knowing that it would have been an absolute catastrophe, uh, ha you know, had that happened. And you know, I mean, you know, nothing, nothing, everybody. But you know, we're not populating as a species. I mean, you know, oh, true. Like, I mean, how many Greeks are there? There's us and John Stamos. I mean, there's nobody left. No, but Eleni, because by nature, Greeks don't like being told what to do and are very defiant. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, I as, as you know, but, but I, I have to look at them going, hey, we saw what happened. Congratulations. And I'm like, 
what? What happened? <laughs> oh, you guys are way ahead of the curve. And you guys are, I'm like, bravo. I go, are you sure you're talking about the right country here, Greece? <laughs> oh, no, it's Greece. Well, I think well, last week, sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, I know, just like you guys know, that very defiant. If the government's telling them something to do, they won't do it, blah, blah, blah. But I think Italy did play a, a big role in that. And if Greece was the first place hit and nobody else had it and the government was telling them what to do, I think it would have went south. But I think because they actually had something to look at and they're like, you know what? I hate people telling us what to do, but I don't want that to happen to me or my family. And Greeks are very strong people. So once you get their mentality into not being defiant, but being like protective and Italy caused us to go from defiance to protectiveness. They were like, we're going to do everything we can to protect our people. And they did it. And that's my take. on. Well, I think it's a great uh, example. Uh, And I think maybe you're hundred percent right. That's what happened because I always find, and don't you find this guys, as we get older, don't you realize that all the things our parents used to do, we're starting to do it now? Like, I'm walking around my house. You must have done that. Please at that photo. I got the thermostat at 78. My wife goes, Why? What's wrong? I go, Put the thermostat at 78. What do you have it at 72 for? And now, I'm, now I've turned into my dad. And I'm like, What the hell happened to me? That's right? So I'm going around the house, turning off the lights and turning down the thermostat and yelling at people. Absolutely. That's, that's classic. <laughs> I'm I'm 100% like that. I don't know about anybody else, but yes. (laughs) When I see my my niece, my 16-year-old niece with uh, shorts up to our BC, I'm like, are you a putana? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Hold on, for God's sakes. That's totally... Did you ever wear those types of shorts? I'm sure you probably did at some point. Of course. That's how come I know what the line is, right? That's the best best part right there. Oh, now here, guys, I got something on chat here. Uh, Lena, hi, Lena. Thanks for, we have a chat, by the way. Woo! Lena says, bottom bottom line is Greeks were threatened with fines and they fell in line. (laughs) Very well said. That's true. That's true. Greeks, well, they go, they prostimon aplodosis. No, 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 no. Well, you know what they were doing in Athens? If you were buying groceries, uh, you had to text. You had to text the store, and when you were walking down the street, if the uh, cops, the astronomia, would pull you over, you had to show them the text from the grocery store. And if you didn't have it, you get fined. So the Greeks got right ahead of it. Mitsou, I think Mitsotakis has done a very good job. The prime he minister did, of Greece he did an excellent job. I think. <laughs> he did. You know, and they never leave Greece alone. By the way, look what's going on. Turkey's on the border, starting with them. The Vulgati, the Albanians. They're always, they never seem to leave Greece alone. And don't you ever notice, guys, it normally happens during tourist season. Because the level, because the Greeks, the whole world is going to Greece now. That's a very good point. You know what? If if this COVID didn't happen, they would have, I predicted, they would have had like the best year. Because the last few years have been incredible, incredible. Right. And you know what it is, Ellen, uh, what's happening now? If you look at Greece now. This is how they break down Greece. There's Mykonos, there's Santorini, and then there's Greece. 
Because I got people go, oh, my God, we're going to Mykonos, or we're going to Santorini. I'm like, you know, it's part of Greece, right? Oh, no, we're just going to go to Mykonos or Santorini. So it's become a brand. Like, those are some of the most popular places on the planet. There was that uh, chick from uh, the Emirates who, for a week, spent $25 million in Mykonos. He brought camels and belly dancers on the beaches with tiki torches. Guy in the Greeks were like, Posadepsi? <laughs> so they would do whatever you want man. with Greeks. If you spend twenty five million, buddy, do whatever you want on the beach. It's, it's true. But you know, uh, Angelo, unfortunately, now because of uh, some leniency and flexibility, Mykonos was just cited the other day. You know, their numbers are going up because they're becoming a little too free with their life. Oh, and uh, Mykonos, well, it was going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. it's going to happen. It's, right? it's going to happen. <laughs> So, uh, so let's ask you, Alan, let me ask you, because we, we, don't, we don't want to keep you too much from your vacation time. <laughs> but at the same oh, time, Alan. Oh, trust me, i got time. <laughs> I know you guys, I was saying that. For, uh, <laughs> for, <laughs> my short-term speech is screwed now. I can't even talk anymore. <laughs> what do you think, the, let me ask you, what's the future of for us as stand-up comedians? And we've had these bitches before. Yeah. What's the future right now for us? Because for me, the year is done. My year is done. 2020, horrible year. And everybody keeps asking me, hey, when are you guys doing a show? When are you? I don't know when we're going to. Now, you were lucky you got on stage in South Carolina. I'm envious of that. But overall, when do you think we're going to get back to what's to be normal? I can speak for New York in that, uh, you know, we are, when we talk, we talk about, like, following Broadway. Uh, because right. that shut down till the spring. But um, the governor and the mayor, and again, I'm not getting political. They're just, they're just, uh, they're just such egomaniacs, and they don't get along, and uh, they're just, they're, they're they mismanage the whole thing, uh, and, and they, and they're both so power hungry that they feel like this is their moment, which mean it has nothing to do with them. Uh, but. What what I I think what's happening is the restaurants because this whole outdoor dining is going to end in like October you know mid October it starts to get cold so this is just a temporary solution and and by the way there is no reason why at this point they shouldn't have people in the in the restaurant even if you do half inside too there's no reason for it Agreed. at all so get back to stand up comedy. I think what's happening is, and I'm reading it a little bit on Facebook and stuff, the restaurant owners are starting to get together. The comedy club guys will also be there as well. And they're going to start putting a lot of pressure on the mayor and the governor to open up. So I think that, you know, again, we're not yet, exactly, we're already in August. So I, I agree with you, you know, the 2020, whatever, whatever we can uh, you know, scrape together, we're going to do, obviously. And whatever we're going to do is going to definitely be at a limited capacity. Now, for you and I, and that do the Greek shows, and we do, or, or other fundraisers, right? Fundraisers are all about as getting as many people in the room as possible. Yeah, uh, uh, cramming it yeah. in, yeah. That's going to be a challenge. And also, with because again, we do a lot of the Hellenic, a lot of functions like that, a lot of private functions are also scheduled in advance. So like we would, like if we were to go to something next month, right? Like, I, you know, you and I probably were, were booked on something, would have been booked on something. Yep. Four things in September, because that's when the Greeks start coming back to uh, do their entertainment fundraising in the fall. But because this hit 
back in, you know, February, March, they didn't plan anything or like you, you know, with us, things got, whatever I had in the fall got canceled. So that's a problem. The problem is that they can't, those events cannot get scheduled until everybody feels like they can have at least a room full of people that'll make it profitable. I mean, you know, so there are, there are the Zoom shows. And, and as a matter of fact, and Angela, I want to talk to you maybe afterwards or something. Somebody approached me um, and, the, and I, I was pitching them a Zoom show and trying to kind of explain to them for you and I. Uh, but, you know, we, I've done a few of those as well. It's fine. It's great. We, uh, you know, fi- you find your rhythm in doing them, but it's not obviously live comedy. And not everybody is into it, which is fine. You know, I mean, I understand. So to answer your question, I think we got to get we, my personal opinion. And I and, and let's hope I'm right, is that there's not going to be the second wave. I just I just I'm not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it, which, again, we should, you know, I should be right. Um, right. So I think we need to get through that so we show that there isn't a second wave. This thing is going to die. There'll be, like, something else, in my opinion. And then in 2021, people will start feeling comfortable as they loosen these restrictions of, of, of coming in. But, you know, there's no, like... I, I, I used to be an accountant, so I'm a huge numbers person. It's all about the numbers. And even from the very, very beginning, I was always like, well, what are the numbers? What are the percentages? And again, I'm not saying that when this thing came out of the gate, it wasn't, you know, scary and bad and we didn't know. And I get all that. And I'm not, you know, I'm certainly not an epidemiologist. But once we got past the curve and the flattening and the this and the that, I mean, my, our governor and mayor think that that they should shut down until not you know one person ever has it. I mean, it's a ridiculous thing. So plus, they are testing a lot, and and every time and I'm and again, I'm not not it's not a political thing, but every time Trump says, "Well, we're testing more," they like they attack them. But but if you test more, you're going to get more results. And not everybody has it. Clearly, not everybody, thank God, dies from it. I think there's a lot more information that we know. So. Like, let's get on with life already. But I don't think that that's going to happen until we get through, you know, this fall and that. So 2021, hopefully. You know, it's funny you say that, Ellen, because I think I have this theory that after COVID's done, I've been distanced from a lot of people, and I hope it stays that way. Because, (laughs) you know, some some people are just, hey, I haven't talked to you in uh, six months, and let's that's fine. You know, and other people... Other people I miss and other people, but I agree with what Ellen's saying. And, you know, guys, and this is why, because somebody goes to me, are you practicing social distancing? I go, I'm practicing social skotoma because we're going to kill each other in here some days, right? But that, I think the problem is, is that it ha- unfortunately has become a political, whether people want to admit it or not. And the reality of the thing is, I think most people just want to get back to work or what, what I, w- I was supposed to be in Greece this week, so... I was supposed to go to Greece. Here's Uh, here's, uh, finish, Angelo. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just gonna say, like, here's the thing about political, like the fact that around the world, this isn't really a political thing. You know, in the United States, it's a political thing, and it's weird to me because it's like, how is a virus politicized? The virus doesn't care who you are. The virus doesn't care if you're red or blue. The virus doesn't care. Like. Right. It's a virus. Right. So how do you politicize that? It, it doesn't make sense. To- 
Well, guys, we got another comment here. We got another comment from Maria. Hi, Maria. She, she says, I love you guys, which is really nice. <laughs> she's and talking she says, to me, Angelo. And she's loving it. He's talking to you. Uh, actually, 40. He's got the better hair. Oh, and, uh, and, come on. <laughs> and she great. says, are, are you guys personally worried about travel or is it just restrictions that you're question. worried about? Good question. You're going to wear the mask. You see on JetBlue yesterday, a little a baby, two years old, the kid didn't want to put the mask on. They threw the family off the plane. No. Like, I think it, I try to get a two-year-old to put anything on. They're not going to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. And and there was a family with a, an autistic son, you know, and that's its own. Set. It's, diff- it's difficult. So I know that's that's really bad. But I don't, you know, it's that's a great question. Um, I'm I'm like I'm like seventy percent ready to get on a plane. I don't. I'm just I'm a little like I just want a little bit more time. But just to say your whole thing with social distance. I mean, listen, you know, I've gone out and and you know people go eight shit over like the mask and whatever i hate the mask i'm not quite sure i'd buy into the mask but i'll wear the mask i want to be a good citizen and whatever and when you go into a store they ask you to wear the mask just like you have to wear a shirt and shoes wear the mask there's always one person that don't wear the mask and then there's the other person that loses their shit and then they start fighting and then it's on Twitter, and it's, I've got two words for you. Fresh direct, okay? Don't go to Whole Foods. Get it delivered. And yeah, like, exactly. You know, don't be out, okay? You know what's going to happen. But well, well, let me ask you guys. Do you, do you guys personally know anybody who has contracted COVID? I, I do. You know what? I do. Uh, the priest in Ottawa, Canada, Father uh, Alex, had COVID and was in the hospital for three months. And the psalty, the psalty in the church, uh, unfortunately, uh, 39 years old, died of it. Oh, my God. So he did. So the, I, now that's in Canada. Immediately here, I know somebody who knows somebody. But at an uh, Ottawa, Father Alex had it. And, uh, and I'm so help, uh, thankful that he came out of it. But the psalty in the church, 39 years old, died as a result of COVID. So I do know somebody that's had it. And... Uh, but here, knock wood, nothing so far. Good. Uh, actually, at our church, he was a pastoral assistant. This was Daniel. His last, uh, he was actually a convert. Um, he got it, and and his was in like March, and then he wound up going on the respirator. He got off the respirator. The next week, that weekend or that phase later, he passed. Oh so um, uh. it was a very big. The whole thing with the respirator, I again, this is just me personally. I'm no doctor. I was just an accountant that became a comedian. But <laughs> I feel that in the very beginning, when they had no idea how to handle this thing, and a lot of people were put on respirators, and that was very taxing to the body, I think that was a huge issue. As you know, in New York State, there was a lot of negligence done with the nursing homes. And that, that actually uh, added to the deaths tremendously. So um, so that was the one person I know that passed. And then actually in our church, uh, George um, uh, Liakos, he, he's a doctor. He's an internist. So, and I'm not quite, I'm assuming he caught it from the hospital. I'm not sure. Again, his was sort of like in the beginning. And he was on a respirator, but he did get off. Um, but he needed, he needs therapy because the respirator just took so much out of him. So, but, but, you know, he's going to recover, but you know, again, you know, it really set him back. So that I know. And then I know just a lot of 
people on Facebook, comics that have said they've had it, you know, but those are, you know, two that are like off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a crazy situation. I, I, for like a while, like for the first two months, you know, I'm all about like, oh my God, stay home. Uh, wear your masks. I'm all about that personally. But I started getting to the point where I was like, I don't even know anybody who has it. Like, is this like something? Is this one way? Is it the other? But I always stuck to what I should be doing. And now in the last like couple of months, I started like hearing about a lot of like people that I know personally that were getting sick, that were contracting it, that were, I know two people who passed away. And it was at that point where I was like, you know what? During World War II, like, you couldn't eat sugar and you couldn't eat meat and you couldn't do a lot of things. All right, well, we're asked to stay home as much as possible. We're asked to wear a mask. Like, that's not a big deal to me. Like, whatever. If it helps, hopefully. Because I do know people who, who, like, suffered and, like, hopefully that's something. And then I hear of, like, a lot of schools opening and then they're closing and then a lot of this and a lot of that. Right. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I just, just, I wish we could all just agree on something so we could get past it. That's what I want. I want to just get past it. And if, if, if doing something that inconveniences you to pass it works, let's do it. Is it a fact that it works? Uh, I'm not We're not sure. I'm just assuming it is. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not anything. I'm, I'm just following, you know, what I think is right. I don't know. I like the way you said epidemiologist. You, you didn't hesitate. <laughs> you epidemiologist? And it you know, come, that's it comes from the Greek root. <laughs> but, Forti, but Forti, let me ask you, Forti, because I know you're in the wine business and you're, uh, as, as wine sales gone up, I would imagine they have. Yeah, Angelo, uh, alcohol in general has gone through the roof. <laughs> Uh, we, I haven't seen like just from all of my associates in the industry. Uh, can you believe that they're not just selling a lot but running out? Really? There's a huge yeah shortage in the industry. Believe it or not, of aluminum cans because of the because of the demand of uh, canned alcoholic products now because people are actually stocking up. They're not going out as much. We just mentioned like who wants to go to a restaurant and sit in the bus lane uh, to enjoy you know, tuna tartare and, uh, and champagne. But you know, a lot of folks are resorting to just dining at home and they're stocking up on a lot of alcoholic beverages, beverages because there's this thing about a fear of like, what if they run out? I just need to, and people right. are just buying, buying you know, boatloads of uh, product. And it's really become this phenomenon in the industry where it's never been seen before. Even though the restaurants are shutting down and the consumption, the restaurant side is low. The drink. But the the at-home consumption has gone through the roof. And what's happening as well, I talked to some of my friends who are in law enforcement. Then that that triggers other issues. You know, the parapuna, the grinha at the house, you know, arguing, you know, an accidental slap in the face converts into, you know, different situations. (laughs) What? What? Yeah, so like, you know, unfortunately... Unfortunately, you know, the domestic the domestic situation at home is not that good either. No, no, no I'm not laughing at that. Ac- accidental spagliata. The, the way he phrased it is funny. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it, but it happened. <laughs> Listen, 
I just did it last night to my husband. I know. I, I hear you. I understand. Right? <laughs> hey, Ellen, you imagine I gave you an accidental spagliata. I didn't mean to, but I didn't like the way you were looking at me. So, Bob, I but gave you, you know one on the funny? side of the head. You know what's funny, guys? My, my uh, buddies in law enforcement can sympathize for the ones that are taking these actions. Like, I get it. I can see why this has happened. Because like you mentioned, most folks are locked up in their own environment, four walls, and there's a lot of thoughts running through their minds. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of fear. And no one really knows how to behave sometimes. Let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys. How are you guys sleeping? Because I'm not. I'm going to bed between 6 and 7 o'clock every morning because I realized that my life's over and I'm not working. And my friend goes, uh, why are you going to bed so late? Why, if I get up early and do what? I'll get up. I, I get up when I should be. I, I go to bed when I should be getting up. And I can care. I don't even care anymore. Angela, Everything I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my secret of sleep with you. And that's counting okay. 40s when I'm laying in bed. <laughs> I count 40 jumping over a little fence in various outfits. <laughs> And telling me different phrases that I like, and I'm right to bed, no problem. Well, uh, Ellen, how about you? How's your sleep pattern? Because I know you. Yeah. I, I've worked on the road with Ellen. She's got her shit together. She has a pattern. As comics, I think you guys need to, right? I'm I'm a little uh, I'm a little regimented, as you know, Ange. So yes. uh, I also am a big workout person. So. I, I do my 9.30, wake up, I, you know, I, do my, I wake up at usually around 7, 7.30, same kind of like same time. I do, do my workout every day. I, all, I was very, I mean, I worked out anyway before, but when this hit, I, I, I'm very holistic. I'm into vitamins and natural foods and all that kind of stuff when I can. And uh, I was very into making sure that I kept my immune system up and because and, and yes. let me nobody loves to pig out and cookies and can't, like I love that stuff, but I'm like that's gonna kill me. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure I kept working out. Thank God the dance studio I go to they did they started to do the online stuff, which it took a while to get used to. And then if I'm a, I live in an apartment. As a matter of fact, I just put in like a da- like a dance floor so I can you know <laughs> jump around and stuff. I swear to God. So um, so I've been doing that. So I try to keep to a, like a, a more of a routine. I will tell you, I've had some really crazy dreams. Like the I, they call them the COVID dreams. Like the COVID I, dreams. Yeah, yeah. I dreamt that like I made out with my teacher from sixth grade, which is really weird, you know. <laughs> I mean, not when I was like he was COVID? he looked like. Uh, he looked like what I remember him in sixth grade, and I was me now. That that was that. <laughs> and then last night, I just had a dream because I told my husband, so I remembered it, that he left me uh, for somebody that looked like Cardi B, and um, oh, and they and I found them cheating at at the play Hamilton. Like it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was like insane. it was insane. It's all sorts like, of pop culture coming into your dream. I can't. It was crazy. What kind of vitamins? Hamilton. Wait, what kind of vitamins do you take in? <laughs> Natural. Well, you know what, guys? I'll, I'll share this. I'll share this. My, my, I'll share this. My friend Russell gave me, he goes, I haven't used it yet, but it's called Care by Design. And it's, uh, it's uh, speaking of holistic, it's like chamomile, and you have a little puff, and it makes you go to bed. 
Oh, it's a vape? I haven't. It's a vape. It's a vape. vape. I haven't used it. Whenever I do the Greek shows, I never say weed. I always say (laughs) chamomili. But I I haven't needed it yet. And it's like a dummy, what I did. Stupid me. I got Nugenics. Oh, testosterone. (laughs) Testosterone. I've taken two tablets. And, 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 and the reality is, I'm, these are things I'm doing that I would normally never do in my life. But now with COVID and all the malakias that are happening, I'm buying things I don't need. Yeah, that's true. So Nugenics is like a testosterone builder. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe I need it. My wife says I don't. But I saw that guy, the baseball player. On your your wife goes, will know better than you. Exactly. And I'm thinking... <laughs> And I said to her the other day, I said, you know, maybe I need something to enhance. She goes, you need a de-enhancement. <laughs> she goes, you Greeks are like the horniest people in the world. I don't know what's wrong with you all the time. I go, it's COVID. You got moto? We got to. Right. Now, you, now you're bragging, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, no. That's not happening all the time, though, either, because most times what's happening is I'm sitting on the couch, and I'll start watching, like, Money Heist or Morning Show, and then I'll fall asleep. And then I'll wake up at quarter to eight in the morning. My daughter's waking me up and going, Daddy, I want cereal. I go, what the hell? Why are you still on the couch? <laughs> so it's like it's that kind of thing, you know? So I don't know. I'm asking you guys. I'm completely whacked out. I'm whacked, whacked out of whack. But, Ange, you, you always had a crazy schedule. I mean, you travel a ton. You travel – definitely you travel more than I do. My show's a little more tri-state areas. You do cruise ships – which like totally wreaks havoc Ugh. on your body clock. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so I think that that it's, I think it's sort of like a combination of things, you know, cause you, you never, you haven't had a regimented schedule, time zones, Australia, like, you know, yeah, yeah. going here and there and everywhere. Yeah. No, I, I get, I get that. Yeah, I mean, you don't really do that much in LA. Everything is Canada. You know, you go West coast to, to Ottawa, which is like Central Time or Eastern Time. I mean, you know, so I I definitely can see that happening. New York. Well, oh. just like, you know, uh, you know, El, what, me and Ellen did a we did this great show at Melrose Ballroom in February in New York, and it was great. You know, it was a long way, and we still had a good. And, and now I'm thinking that show, Ellen, feels like it was five years ago now. No, I know. I by the way, I just want to say, uh, you guys. I love working with Ange so much. It is it is not work. I mean, we have such a good time. We laugh so much before we go on stage and after we go on stage. Like, I would work with you 50 weeks out of the year. Like, we have the best time. He's so chill. Uh, you know, you just love people and just have fun and life. And I love your wife. I love your wife. She love, thank you. She, they love you. Her and my daughter love you. And it's like family. It's great. I mean, family that I like, you know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's so much fun. And I miss it. I miss it. And then we hang out and we did so good. And I miss a big part of that, too. I can't wait, you know, go back. And especially with the Greek shows, because, listen, it's our people. We know each other, you know. And we we know each other. Now, they're getting antsy now because... All these fundraising people are freaking out. They got they don't know what to do now, and they can't do nothing. So I, I'm I'm hoping 2021 will double up as a year for getting some shows. And uh, but we've been we're on this now. I think I think I think we're ready to wrap this up now. We said we were going to keep it to about 50 minutes. Is yeah. that right, guys? Yeah, mm-hmm. about an hour. Yeah, an hour ish. We're about 5:30 now. So uh, uh, 
Ellen, I want to say thanks for coming on the show today with us. Uh, Ellen, tell us your uh, credentials so people know where to find you at your website at your at your comedy corner. And thank you so much for asking me. I, I really so sorry. Uh, my website is ellencaris.com, E-L-L-E-N-K-A-R-I-S. Yes, my name is Eleni, but Ellen Karras. <laughs> Uh, for the Amediki, Ellen Karras. And uh, my my uh, Twitter and Instagram is at Greek Chick Comic. And I have a Facebook fan page, Ellen Karras Greek is a Comedy. And my podcast is uh, is called Karras Comedy Corner. If you go to my website, ellencarras.com, all the episodes are on there. The newest one is always on the front page. I've had Ange. As a matter of fact, I want to get you back on because it's been a, quite a while. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been Zooming it. And, uh, and, and it's also po- like every other podcast, it's on iTunes and Stitcher and all that. If been mm-hmm. That's where I am. YouTube videos, whatever pictures in, uh, b- bathing suits. You know, I give it all to you. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever you I've mean. said this before we let you go. Uh, Ari and Forte, I've said this before and I've said it to Lenny and I mean it. She would be great on the view. They need somebody <laughs> like Ellen on the view. I think they're getting too lopsided on that show. Oh yeah. You'd be perfect. <laughs> Wouldn't she be good in the View? I think oh, she'd yeah, be great. Absolutely, I think she'd be great for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for coming on today, Ellen. We love you. Thanks for taking the time to do this, and we'll wrap it up with the guys here. I'll talk to you about what I wanted to talk to you about, guys. Thank you. This was awesome. Thank you, thank thank you, you, Ellen. Thank you for being. We'll here. have you again soon. Thank you. Nice Thank Bye, you. Lenny. Bye, bye. Uh, yeah, she's awesome, eh, guys? Uh, what? A, she's a what? She's got so much great energy. And she's got great, you can see how funny she is. And uh, I work with her many times and she's just, I, I love her. She's just great, you know, and she, and she kind of tells it as it is. I, I didn't say this when she was on, but like I saw her years ago in Boston doing stand up, and I had a big crush on her. Yeah, yeah, she's, no, no, she's great. <laughs> she's awesome. And it's good to, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's good thing. I like the idea that we could bring somebody on and get another perspective on what's going on from different places. Right. So it's always good. Anyway, and we, and I've done so many shows with her and as a comic, we're able to talk about the common things, the same things. Yeah. And, uh, and there's not many Greek female comics. There aren't many. She's one of the best ones you're going to find. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I honestly don't know really honestly any other outside of her. No personal. No, absolutely not. But and it's this weird is, uh, because she's Greek and she's opinionated. Like, it's weird. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, she's smart. The <laughs> thing I like about her is she's she's really smart and she's very funny. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, comic's a comic. doesn't matter what your background or belief is. you got to be funny. She delivers that. So, yeah, she's very lovely. She's awesome. And uh, I don't know what else. Uh, I, I think we I think we had uh, – how do you guys think our first day? Let's ask the people this, this was great. if they want to come in. Absolutely. And we're putting up here. Let's see what the chats are saying, guys. So, uh, Lena, so some, yeah, she's asking. So, all right, all right. Uh, I know Dino Stamatopoulos not personally, but I know him because I'm a huge fan of comedy. Right. And he's like a very well-known writer. Uh, I think he's. I know the name. Uh, um, what show does he write on? So he. So this dude's written for like Conan. He's written for Letter. Right. He's written right. for. Uh, way back in the day, uh, uh, Dana Carvey's show, which wow. was very short living. Uh, I, I know him from a lot of like really good comedy. So apparently she's cousins with him. 
Oh, nice. And she wants we to know, get them on. Like, you know, well, you know, Greek. I know, I know. know each other, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I know who Dino Stamatopoulos for sure. I know, and I know his work. He's really good. We, we should try to get him on as a guest. That'd be great. Dude, absolutely. Like, I'm a huge. Is he a Boston fan. guy? No, no. Boston? I, I want to, I, if, if memory serves, I, I, I think he's Chicago, if memory serves. Okay. He's a Chicago, Chicago guy. Okay. But, like, as a comedy fan of Conan, of, uh, of um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Letterman and uh, the, not the Tonight Show, the. Jimmy Kimmel or uh, Craig The one Ferguson. with, uh, the one. Uh, the Daily Show? Yeah, The Daily Show, The Daily Show. The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Because I know this dude was like no, down sure. with uh, with Steve Carell. Um, right. Uh, who's the guy who does uh, uh, the other talk show? And good for and good for him for not changing his name. Yeah, Dino Stamatopoulos. That's it. Good for him man. owning the Greek thing. I, I respect that. He's Greek. When they don't change, even Zach Galifianakis never changed his name. That's I respect best. those guys. Oh, Zach. We got to get all these guys. We got to get these guys. We got to get them on the we show. We got to get on here and talk to the Greek community. Well, next week, I think next week, fellas, we're going to uh, uh, hopefully get our good friend from Greece, uh, Yorgos uh, Hadzipavlo. Yeah. A fi- very, another funny stand-up. Uh, we'll try to line up guests once. I, I, how do you guys feel? I like that. Funny, Ellen came on the show, became part of it. I think it worked really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get everybody on here. Yeah. They're we'll going to be part of the then- family. So we'll definitely we'll put one on because thing. yeah, and this is good. So I think uh, unless we have been, we've been on how long we've been on now for uh, Adi? Do you know how long we've been on for? One sixty-five minutes, one hour and five. Minutes. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> So we'll say. So we'll, we'll, so everybody listening, thanks for listening. Uh, we're gonna put it out there. We're gonna we're gonna make. I guess we're gonna repeat this so people can watch it who missed it. And uh, we'll figure out what time next week works for everybody. We'll do another one of Connecting Greeks. Yeah. And we're connecting. Stay tuned tuned to the Instagram, to the Facebook, to the website, and you'll know when live shows are. And every show we do, we'll put it on YouTube so you can watch it anytime that's convenient for you. A podcast that's on all the major networks and listen to it when it's convenient to you. And the live show, hopefully you could join us, ask questions, have fun with us, become our friend. Yes, we want to be our friend. And remember, ConnectingGreeks.com. Right, uh, right, Fonte, ConnectingGreeks.com. Check Angel Tsarukas, Funny Greek. You can find me on all uh, media platforms. And uh, we'll see everybody on behalf of Fortio Stamos, Aris Kalos. I'm Angelo Tsarukas. Thank you for coming to the first one of connecting Greeks, and we're going to connect again next week. And listen, Angelo, Angelo needs as many friends as possible, so please, just become <laughs> a friend on the show so he feels better. We're trying to comfort him. Make him feel better. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Angelo, you, you are awesome. I love you. You guys are awesome. Love I you love good. you, buddy. Okay, Thank buddy. you so much, and we will right. talk soon. Nasekala. Nasekala. Yeah, that's